This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Ah. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It's Friday here on Talking Cowboys. I'm Taylor, joined by Brian, Rob, Mickey, and we are very excited to get into all of the crazy talk that comes with Eagles Week. Of course, the Cowboys take on the Eagles Sunday at AT AT&T Stadium. It's going to be a fun one, and it's going to be scary. I'll be okay. We got what? Is it Halloween again? Yeah. Well, I say it's scary because nah. Plain. We got dubs on this side of the table. Yeah. I don't know about that guy. We're rational. I have with here. or without. Okay. Well, you're maybe. about to. Get, are you going to give us with or without when she asks you? I'm going to do a with or without. All right. Okay. Ready. I'll run through some names. <laughs> and I'll let you decide when we get to it. Do I need to? Who's the with and who's the without? <laughs> okay. So easy one. Starting off, then I like this game, Mick Cheeto. Oh, he's up. He's up. Oh, with. No doubt with. About it. I don't think he makes the difference if they win or lose, though. Okay. You never we know. Can, he we might make a play. Well, you never know. He might, might, have a a, yeah, might make a play. You're right. Yeah, he could get an interception when Drew Pearson is watching him, cheering him on like he likes to do in front of Eagles fans. <laughs> All right, Dan Bailey. No. Out. Malik Collins, who's been with the foot limited. Now, he's been he's been on the injury report for a while, so I, I'm – with you guys. Yeah, let's let's and let's have a good Malik Collins game this week. Yes. Let's have a Malik Collins Pro Bowl game. Yeah. Yes. Nose tackle, get up the field. I mean, we we've seen Cape I think he's played better since Mickey moved him over to nose tackle. When Mickey yeah, moved know, him over to nose tackle, I think he's played better. And we got a mailbag question this morning about he's not a true nose and is that a problem for really specifically the run defense? And you I kind of you put the kibosh on that. I yeah. shot that down. Yeah, you did. Well, and it's not a true nose to me. A nose tackles when you play a three-four and you right. have one in the middle. Well, the thing He's about a one technique. Yeah, the thing that everybody wants to say is the Cowboys' run defense is bad because they don't have Snacks Harrison playing inside. That's what they're saying. And I, you know, teams now run the ball on the edges more than they run the ball inside. That it, yeah, they do. I mean, that's that's how you that's how you attack teams that have good inside players. You try and get it on the edge. I just feel like in this scheme, it's so important because Marinelli preaches these linemen, get up the field, penetrate. And the linebackers got to clean a lot of that stuff up. Right. And so it's more to, it's especially dependent on them to be in their gaps and be assignment sound. And when they don't, Hitchens told us about this, in the second half is when they started having breakdowns. Right. And they were pretty good in the first half. Right. And it, it, they weren't a ton of them, but when you leak a couple of those big plays and all of a sudden this team's in the red zone. Yeah. It's only, all about the run fits. Only gave up 41 yards rushing the first half. Cowboys outrushed them. Yeah, see, that's the, it's the run fits. I mean, Kansas City was a great example of a tremendous back with a good offensive line and how you choke the run. Mm-hmm. Run fits. Garrett talks about it all the time. They, they, Rob said it. Gaps, gaps, gaps. Guys step up, tackle, gain of two. That's what you got to have. You can't have gap, 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 oh, miss. Gain of seven because you miss a tackle in the hole. Yeah. Well, before we get to more obvious ones like Jeff Heath and Sean Lee, yeah, you're saying both out. Yeah. Yes. Tyron Smith was in fact present today at practice. He did. Uh, he did the stretch. Um, he did a few warm up type things. Uh, but when they went to... We didn't get to see the blitz thing, did you? The pre-practice no, blitz I didn't, thing no, that we, they... we weren't in for that. But yeah. when they when they were 
uh, doing, you know how they line up under that bar, right? Yeah. The starters, and then they go low and right. take off. He didn't do any of that. Yeah, that and was... they went to the two-man blocking sled. He didn't do that either. Was his hands taped up and all that? Was he all taped up uh, ready to go? It didn't look like he didn't appear that he was doing something to practice. Now, he may have done some and then will yeah. do rehab. Right. Uh, I mean, he had his helmet and everything, but you know how they do now. If you're going to be out, any he did have his whatever everybody else shells, had, shells. Uh, but man, if this wasn't the Eagles, I, you almost feel like give him a couple extra days and get him back for Thanksgiving. But I, it's, I think, but, it, but it's gonna, the Eagles. I think they're, they'll push it to the last minute. He'll do enough today to maybe be limited. And well, then the, the general manager came out and said that you know they asked him a question about ruling yeah. him out and he didn't do it. Yeah, he would not confirm. And usually, that, yeah. the, and usually the general manager when he goes on the radio and they ask those questions will you know say hey well it's going to be a long shot or you know he'll move on from that. Yeah, because it was very odd that yesterday there were some conflicting reports coming out that he was in fact not going to play and that that was a source. So you know you just got to go with it. But I think Mickey, I think this is going to be a ninety-minute decision. Yeah, I think they'll go to six o'clock. And yeah, decide uh, if he. I, I mean, they'll know before that. They just don't have to announce. Number one, they don't have to announce it. He can practice tomorrow. We don't get to see that, right? He can go through the walkthrough. But but so. he, his traditionally the way he's worked, and this is with the back, and it happened, I believe, in Washington this this week or not this week, but this year, mm -hmm. the Washington game. Miss Wednesday, miss Thursday, practice Friday. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't seen a. Miss Wednesday, Miss Thursday, Miss limited Friday, Friday yeah. and then practice Saturday. We haven't seen that one. Could, I mean, could he get out there before six and test it, and that's the final determination? Uh, they they oh, might. Sure they, yeah. I mean, it depends on how far along he is. Yeah. They'll know on Saturday if he needs to even try anything on Sunday that they need to, wo to work him out. Yeah, the lucky thing for us guys is that Tyron is one of the first guys that gets on that field on any Sunday. He's always out there very early with Wojcik. I mean, Mickey, he'll probably be there when we're getting there. Probably. Yeah. Uh, he's out there when, you know, Travis Frederick and Zach Martin uh, start passing the ball. Yeah. yeah very Work true. on their running, their routes. Okay. So we gave Just you. Just in case it's center eligible. That's true. How come you can have tackle eligible? I can't have center eligible. Some teams have that. Somebody threw a fake pass in college the other day to their center. The Iowa, center? Did it. Iowa did it against, uh, I think Iowa did it against uh, Ohio State. Good old I love Iowa. it. Yeah. Yeah, in man on line of scrimmage, which is your center. Iowa. Yeah, so Jeff Swaim has been limited all week. He, he's back. He's in. He's, he's in. He's I think good. He, Jeff, he's good, yeah. Yeah. So back to it, Jeff Heath, Sean Lee. Nah. Out, out. out Either out, one. Out. Now, okay, now the trick is how do you replace Jeff Heath at safety? We figured out it's Xavier Woods and Kayvon Frazier and potentially a Wouzier. How do you How do you do things with him in special teams? He is your personal protector on the punt team. Which is, you know, we've seen, I mean, that could be you have to identify. You don't want to give up a block punt because you make a mistake. You need to figure out who the is – that, yeah. is that Keith Smith? My. It I used to be Barry Church. I'm trying to remember who else took reps in, I in think, camp. I think it was Keith Smith. I believe Keith Smith's yeah. the guy there. So, yeah. Or Rod Smith. Yeah. I think, I think it's Keith. I just remembering on the top, the top of my head. that So, keep an eye on, okay, the punt protection, if it comes down to it, you're going to have a new personal protector in there. Again, these are things that you, you just don't think about until you get in the game and all of a sudden something happens. You go, oh, what just happened? Did you get the idea that the way Jason answered the question today about Awuzie, that he might just be special teams? 
Yes. Yes. And, and, and remember when I said about watch out for his volume, they didn't want right. to overdo it, not do both all at once. Right. And it sounded like special teams for sure. And then he said he might have a role in, in some of our defenses. Mm-hmm. The, the dime package, which you love, yeah. it seems like the best fit for him. The idea is who do you feel more comfortable playing down with? Do you feel more comfortable playing down with the Wouzier inside or Kayvon Frazier? As if you go dime, because uh, uh, yeah, because see, Kayvon Frazier will play deep. He's a kind of a deep guy, right? See, right. I I would rather, well, you can always bring Byron Jones down, and well, I'm and, talking about you would have Frazier. Well, I'm and, talking about all three safeties going down. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Oh, no, oh, oh, I thought you meant down, like down on the line of scrimmage. No, no, you in, meant in, out. No, no, in the in the. Uh, you meant okay. Yeah, it coverage. Right. You might because you could see Woods. Jones I th- and Awuzie. I think coverage-wise, you'd pick Cheeto over Kayvon. But Cheeto's been out for a while. So does that factor in? Yes. Yeah. Because I think it would it would be it would be Woods or Byron Jones. Because you're only going to have two of them in there, right? Uh yeah. One in each slot, maybe? Yeah. Or one yeah. in the slot and one in, on the on the on the tight end. Well, you got guys like you're gonna have to cover, you know, with Zach Ernst. We talked about him, mm. Trey Burton. You know, Selleck. I mean, they've got tight ends that can that can get up the field. I kind of like Woods back. I think he sees things well. Right. Um, and, you know, if you had him back there with uh, – although the first name he brought up was Fra- – when they asked about Woods, he mentioned Frazier, Frazier right, right away. So right. I think there's something to that too. Frazier we'll seems see to him. be kind of taking over the Jeff Heath special team spot. There. Well, he has. He has. Yeah. He's been outstanding. He's the leading tackler. Yeah, and he's been good at it. He's yeah. got more tackles. And he was already. an active a game, too. Yeah, <laughs> that, too. He's got more tackles already than anybody last year on special teams. And give Woods credit, too. Yeah. He was the one that went down the ball at the two-yard line, right? Was yeah. it him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. It? it was. And who, who – somebody it, what, did he almost have the other one or no? He tried to throw it behind his back. Yeah. That's what he did, yeah. It was pretty close. Yeah. I think it was good. a lot closer than they were looking Right. The officials, I mean. Yeah, it's at, Sometimes at it feels through. like these rookies are great on special teams because in college they had to do so many different things. Yeah. Now, Mickey's brought up good points where they forget the rules. You know, they don't know the difference between college and NFL rules yeah. fully yet. But Well, he sure did on that one because he leaped over the end line or the goal line and tried to throw it back. He just couldn't quite get it all done. Yeah. He came close. That ball almost hit the guy's foot, too. Yeah. That would have been talking to. Uh, Chris Jones on the plane on the way back, and he thought maybe it, it hit his foot. He, he, they challenged he, it, yeah. He was hoping, uh, but the ball didn't look like it bounced any differently. It looked like it bounced just like you kicked it. Yeah. Uh, but, it, yeah, it came real close. Yeah. Now, with different things happening with Tyron Smith and not a confirm, you, you can't confirm if he's going to be able to play or not. You know, I'm sure they'll put questionable today Absolutely. on the practice report. Yeah. Let's say, let's obviously, I don't wish this happens, but let's say he's not ready to go on Sunday. Okay. How would you play this situation for this week? Mick, I'll start with you. Well, I think it's going to be Byron Bell. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And then Chaz will be the swing guy. Yeah. Um, Heck, he might be inactive. I think so. Who's going to be the backup tackle? If Tyron's out. Like, thinking about that. It, you could do an emergency thing and yeah. move over some a guard, Zach. And then who's. Who's your, oh, you going to play Looney? Put Looney yeah, right Looney. guard. Yeah. I'm just saying that might be in an emergency situation. That's what you, you do, gotta right? you got to keep seven offensive linemen up. I would think Chaz would be active in a, in a swing role. 
if no Tyron. I'm just hoping that Tyron Smith's active, so that makes Bell the in the swing guy. Swing guy, yeah. You're gonna make. Well, we'll get to it. Second segment. I was gonna get to inactives because I've had some interesting questions about this week. Sure. Oh yeah. Let's wait on it then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just you know yeah Mickey's right. It's it's Bell. Bell's gonna get the start if if Smith can't go, mm-hmm. and then and they'll figure out ways to. Like we talked about, there's a, there's a lot of different ways that now that they've explored, you know, guy on in line, guy at wing, guy in motion, all kinds of ways. Who's on that side? Is it Brandon Graham? Uh, no, that no, would be Vinny Curry. Curry, okay. Yeah. Hmm. But they might move Brandon Graham over there. Yeah, just like a couple going to move Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Is this one of the best front sevens this team will face? Very similar it, to yeah, it's as good as anybody in the that first month that they face. Yeah, pretty, like pretty tough group, the Denver group. Yeah. Absolutely. Better than the Rams? I think it's up there because Fletcher Cox to me can be two dynamic, inside players. He can be as dynamic as Eric Donald at times. Yeah. He's, two he's two excellent. yeah. Two inside players. I think they might be well and then the Robert Quinn really didn't do very much in the Rams game, if I remember. I hope I'm not saying he probably had a sack. I'm if I'm but I don't think he did. No, he he didn't. So yeah, you're talking about Brockers, Brockers and then uh, Donald, Donald and then and then Quinn. Where the you know where the Eagles can run four guys out there at you with who they've got. Yeah. Now somebody's tweeting here and they say, "Why don't we put a headset on Sean Lee when he's on the sideline to get the guys lined up properly?" Because there's only one person to talk to the guy with the headset on. He's, yeah, the he's, green dot. Green dot. That'd be Hitchens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Hitchens, yeah. and then that and that comes from uh, uh, Matt Eberflus. Mm-hmm. Mar- Marinelli tells Eberflus what to do, and then Eberflus sends the call. The thing goes off with 15 seconds left yeah. on the on the shot clock. Yeah, it's not as so. It's not like, yeah. oh, oh, wait a minute, they just moved. Go, go, get, get over there. Up. Hurry up! Yeah. They're going to snap the ball. They're going to this guy. They're going to Antonio Brown. <laughs> That's what the Titans needed last night. Yeah, exactly. They needed more yeah. than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do think it will help at least this week. You just brought up guy Anthony Hitchens. Obviously, he was out when Sean Lee was out beforehand. Yeah, just yeah. one, just one, just game. one game, and then he came back in. The one game, I think, that was it. The Packer game. The Packer game yes. is when Hitchens came back. He came back and he played the will spot. I would anticipate that happening again. That's what actually he alluded to that the other day. Uh, so then you're probably looking at Jalen Smith and Justin Durant will get an opportunity. I think to step in and be part of that rotation. And that's you know he's a guy who hadn't played much, but experience wise, recognition wise, I think that can. That could be a boost for this defense. I think I think Durant starts. You think so? Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, I think Durant starts. Point inactive for so many weeks. No, and, hey, and, and, and that's and that's but, but the but inactive part was part of the kind of the plan. Is oh, yeah. yeah, you're our insurance for injury. Now you get to ask, can he play fifty plays? I don't. I don't know if he. Well, you hope. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. They don't have to play 60, right. 70. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because if they have to play 70, he's probably playing 40 or 50. Right, and that's what I'm asking. If you're going to keep Jalen Smith to the 20, 25 range. Right. Yeah. You think he, he could? He's got fresh legs. Who, Durant? Yeah. Problem is, Done in a month. Yeah, the problem yeah. is I don't think he is as good as he was two years ago. That's my problem. Well, when he was at Atlanta? No, no, no. With us. No. When he, when he was here. Two, well, two years ago, he was with Atlanta. Last year, three years. he was with Durant. D- well, he's two years older, yeah. yeah. His experience, though, helped. Yeah, you're right, though. You're right. In terms of what we talked about with Fitz and yeah, just getting guys in the right spot. When they had to play him earlier in the season, he he was not as good. He just didn't seem as smooth. Yeah. 
See, that's that's you're you're in a bind right now. Yeah, you are. You're really in a bind with your Mike linebacker because the the important position they'll tell you the reason they moved Sean Lee was for so Sean Lee can go get tackles, go run. So you're putting Anthony Hitchens, who you think your best tackler is, at that will linebacker spot and letting him run. Can Damian Wilson play that spot? The will, no the middle middle. I, I worry about the I worry about how Damian Wilson sees things. Yes, it's the same problem that Jalen Smith's having. I don't think Jalen Smith's health is – of course, it's not 100%. But I think that what he's seeing is about 70%. Yeah. And you know what? Both of them see a lot better when Sean Lee's on the field. Absolutely. Sean Lee, the GOAT. Yeah. No, the goat. they do. They do. I, yeah. No, it's true. No, they, Damian, Wilson, Damian Wilson at times looks lost when Sean's not out there. When he's out there, boy, you're going, okay, yeah, I like that. Do you worry about these linebackers trying to do too much? Yes, that's the, Hitch spoke to that in the second half. He said, you know, the, the score got a little out of hand and guys started pressing a little bit. And that's where some of those big runs came from mm-hmm. by Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. And so well, it's more just about just doing your job, assignment sound every play. Yeah, let's take our first break here on a Friday. Hey, guys, I know we sound a little pessimistic right now, but we will have more optimistic news coming at you after this first break. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Tommy John, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. Mickey, they're feature-packed, and they feel amazing. And if you disagree, they're backed by... The best pair you'll ever wear or they're free, guarantee. Plus, shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. That's what I'm talking about. Mine are washed and ready to go for game day. That's good. That's what I like to know when I'm sitting next to you, big guy. All right. All right. Yep. 
Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Sunday night football in AT&T Stadium. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> they're going to get a W, Tay. I just feel like it's going to go one way or the other. No, nah, they're going to get a W. Such a, such a close game, and you're going to have an overtime win, hopefully, or it's just going to be a bludgeoning. If one of those <laughs> a bludgeoning. We got our stories written in the press box before it's time to go downstairs. Yeah, like. You've been listening to too much talk radio. You said something, shots up or something. Yeah, you shoot them up. Shoot them up. Shoot them up? Yeah, shoot, shoot them up. up. Yeah. yeah, and I want to see Des Bryant do fabulous because he has a big record. He's been waiting to break for about three games now. Oh, the Bob Hayes record? Yes. Yeah. He'll, get, he'll, he'll do something against these guys. He always does. It's a, it's a, he sees that, that green, that Kelly green. Did he well, it's not, not Kelly green anymore, I guess. It's kind of darker green. Yeah, it's did, darker green. Did now. he not hurt his knee? With a big touchdown catch in the end zone last year at home, the overtime game, and then I remember the games. no, I remember the one where, where that's with that your, uh, your, your Matt the, Castle Matt Castle threw the ball. Remember it was like a hail mary, and he kind of dove over some guys. Oh, that was two years ago. That was okay. the four and They're twelve. All, yeah, all bleeding together. I will say this, Tay, and I mentioned this on the blueprint. They need a fast start. You know, they, they've done okay in first quarters this year, forty-eight thirty-nine against opponents, but on nine opening drives this season, they've got one touchdown and one field goal. They need to get off to a better start. They need to build some confidence and kind of put the Eagles back on their heels a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nine opening drives? Yeah. Start the game. Nine games. Hmm. One touchdown, Didn't know one that, field did goal. you? No, because I felt like they've been pretty good starting the games off. That's, first, why, that's first, why if you win the toss, you take the ball. First quarter. Yeah, see this. You take the ball in this uh, time? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I kind of have a feeling that Philadelphia is like one of the best teams in the league when it comes to second-half scoring. And that, that not uh, – go ahead. You guys could talk. I'll figure it out. No, I, I want the ball. Their defense – I know their defense has only allowed three points on the first possession in the second half. Well, the biggest disparity for the Cowboys this season has been the third quarter. They've been noticeably – Mauled. Scored. Yes. Yeah. Mauled is a better word. Yeah. <laughs> what's, the, what's the breakdown? Um, I want to say it's about 15, 20 points difference. Don't you have all the numbers in front of you? I do. This is, when, this is the moment of the program, Tay, where we just all stop and look. Just like, stats right. We stop talking and we just look at paper is what we do. I, oh, ju- I just want to If you bring it up. Yeah. So the Cowboys it. have uh, been outscored in the third quarter, 51 to 36. 15. Here are the, the Eagles. Third quarter, man. Here are the Eagles. Yeah. Points scored on the first possession of the second half. They're fourth in the league. They got 28. That's a- Think about that. Say that again. Wait. Say it again. Their offense, yes, has scored twenty-eight points off first possessions in the second half. First oh, possessions. Oh. First possessions. First possession. The second half. Yeah. Cowboys have outscored everybody in each quarter except for the third. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that might have to do with the other team gets an extra possession in the yeah. third because if you take the ball first, right? That's why I was asking you guys. Do you go ahead and just say, you know what? We're going to play defense first. Yeah, but you know what? I, I hate to be behind 7 nothing before I even yeah, touch the I ball. Yeah, I think you've got to take the ball. I don't mind it, being it, it, 0-0 when they get the ball, but you, I don't want to be behind 7 nothing. They need a 7 nothing, 10 nothing. You kill lead. the crowd? That's what I'm saying. you, you got to get the you crowd kill, into you, it. You kill the crowd with a with a, with a a 3 and out? No, I think you kill the crowd if you're behind 7 nothing already. Man, I'm going to kill the crowd if you're 3 and out. No. 0-0. Well, let's look at you've you've gotten a chance to see a lot of this Eagles footage, Brian. But it, you know, I haven't watched a ton of their. Games. Why not? You don't just get get <laughs> no. all the Eagles. Why not? Games? No. Come on. 
I don't like them, and I don't want to <laughs> think about them a lot. But when I really took notice of them, and Mickey, this was your stat. Before they played the Panthers, and I believe that was a Thursday night game, you had mentioned, hey, these Eagles have not beaten a team with a winning record. And so I went back, and I'm looking at it, and I'm trying to think, what has been their most difficult dominant game? win? Yeah. You know, because you're looking at okay, they opened the season with the Redskins. They beat them 30-17. Yeah. And this might get monotonous, so just bear with me. The Chiefs beat them by a touchdown, so yeah. it's not like they had a dominant win over them. Cowboys beat the Chiefs, by the way. Yep. They barely beat the Giants in week three by three points. The Chargers, they barely beat by two points. Cardinals was probably a, a, their most Cardinals dominant. were in a bad state then, too, yeah. by the way. <clears throat> 34-7. That was before yeah. they had eight. Yeah, they were down 21 to nothing. Then. They've had basically... I don't know. Go ahead. I'll well, I was just going to say, then it's the Panthers win on Thursday Night Football, five points. And then they beat the Redskins again, 10 points. But that was a closer game. And then the Eagles, you know, they they went up against the 49ers and it was 33-10. So close to the Cowboys, but still. But you know what? That game was pretty low scoring and pretty tight for a while. Yeah. Would you say the Broncos 51-23? That well, see, not, I would it, say it, that's impressive, but the Broncos have it, just gone. That's, that's what I'm saying. They've had one prominent win at, at Carolina. Are we reaching a little bit here? No, no, <laughs> no. I, 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 I understand what she's saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, are they, is their record almost their, deceiving? Their division games have been close. I mean, with the, okay, am I right? It's a hard division. Yeah, I mean, the thirty to seventeen game was to open the season. Was open the season twenty seven twenty four Giants. Yeah, but yeah, the and Giants. then Washington again thirty four twenty four, and I think they scored late, late in the game. Yeah, I mean that that game was close. At that's that's the NFC East. When the Cowboys go to New York in a few weeks, I'm flipping a coin on that. I, I mean, it doesn't matter what the records are. That's why. That's how I feel about this game. That's what I told you. The Redskins were the division champs two years ago, and the game was like 16-12 or something at the end. Yeah. Something very weird. It was 24-17 in the third quarter, and then the Eagles put them away. But I hear what you're saying, and I asked Brian about that Denver game because you watched the whole thing. Yeah. Like, that's impressive. 50 points. That quarterback was awful. You know, because that's a really good defense, but but Simeon didn't do him any favors. Uh, so. he, no, it was the, the heist. It was the other guy, uh, well, a guy who went to Houston. Why do I always forget his? Osweiler. Oh, Osweiler. Uh, I yeah, call I mean, him the Osweiler. heist because he yeah. did. He stole, he stole money. He stole money. He's the, the heist. The heist guy. Yeah. Stole money from Cleveland, too. <laughs> stole money from everybody. Everywhere he's been, he stole money. What a winner. But, but that's I what I'm saying. He, but you, have a, you made a good point. Yeah. Thank you, Mick. No, they, they. Well, I'm just saying. And I was impressed with what they did when they went at, at Carolina. Yes, by I the agree. Way. But I, that's game, when I said that, that okay. was a Monday night game, wasn't it? That but was like Thursday. Was, I thought it was okay. What it was a, maybe a color scan. I don't know. I'm sorry, I can look right. But here. but it, but it's one of those things where yeah, I mean, it went back and forth, back and forth. It was forth. a Thursday game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back and forth. Now that's it's not often you get it. Yeah. Now Carson Wentz lit it up. He had three touchdowns, 222 yards, 16 of 30. So, you know, the, what I'm really trying to say is last week, I felt like the Falcons' record of 4-4 four and four was deceiving. Yeah, I did too. You know, I, I say that because it's like, okay, that looks like they're an average team. They're a good team. They just have had bad breaks. I get what you're saying. I agree. I mean, the Cowboys got accused of, yeah, they won 13 games, but they beat a lot of average football teams. See, so. Everybody forgets it was 10-7 at halftime. Yeah. The 27-7 looks really bad. But it was 10-7. Yeah, it you was, missed a field goal that could have made it a seven-point. Or you didn't score a touchdown first in yeah. 10 at the 12. Right. It was not the Denver yes. just beat down. disaster. Denver was a beat-down game. Philadelphia needs one of those. It's going to happen this weekend. 
Yeah. <laughs> a beatdown game? Yeah. So you think that the Cowboys do what Rob said and just come out swinging? They have to. They have to. They have they no have choice. To. I know that. You have to show up, Tay. As soon as you run through the ring of fire, you know, the explosions. Ring of you, fire. You bet. Now, I'm talking to some people about how practice has been. Guys have been flying around. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, guys are flying. I mean, their pride got this is a, smashed this, last week a little bit. This is a pride game. This is. This, this is, is a, a division this opponent on national TV. This 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 is one of those tone-setting games for the rest of the year. What was their last pride game that you thought they came out well? I thought a, they didn't come out that great, but I thought a pride game was, was Arizona. Yeah. And, and that was a tough environment, good defense, and they had to kind of fight their all way. All the, the, the thing with the anthem, they had, they had to get all that straight. They had to fight their way through some things in that one. Um, I would go- say Packers. Packers, yeah. A lot coming of off, pride. Coming off the Rams game. Coming into your home yeah. after they beat you in a close heartbreaker game for yeah, the playoffs. You, you've got to play like a desperate team. I've said it a bunch. You've got to play like a desperate team. And maybe people are like, oh, well, they can lose this game. No, you really can't. I get exactly what you're saying, Brand, but how do you muster that? How do you find that in yourself to say? Because they got, they've, got Des, they've got Des Bryant. They've got <laughs> Zach Martin. They've got Anthony Hitchens. You know, they've got, they've got Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, I just I this go, is not a team that was four and twelve. This is not that four and twelve team where you know you go to Philadelphia and you're like, oh geez, they're not going to win. And you know this opponent. Yeah, you know them. You play against them every year. You you've beaten them. If, so if they go out there and lay an egg, then they lay an egg, and then I won't I won't be as positive as about. But again, I'm a guy that picked them to lose to Kansas City and Atlanta, and I'm taking them to win this game just because I've seen this before in the National Football League. I've seen desperate teams show up. And save their seasons. Strange lady theory. Yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe they've been eating cheese over there. Oh, there's no doubt. They're healthy. They're got their quarterbacks. Cheesesteak sandwiches. Yeah. Hey, I respect the Eagles. If anybody out there in Philadelphia, I mean, I work there. I I work there for you. No, they're a really good team. I I respect the Philadelphia Eagles. I really, really do. They're a good football team. I'm just talking about the football team I cover. You know, and I'm not trying to, again, blow smoke up anybody's rear. I've said that before, too. But teams find a way to rally when it looks the bleakest. The season's not on the line Sunday, but the division. Oh, I think it is. The division is for sure. And, and then you, yeah, you might see the, the wild card race go further and further away. This is, this this is a huge game. This could set you up, though. This could set you up. You get a victory here. Now you're thinking about go beat the Chargers. Go get that Redskins. Now you're kind of sitting there in a, in a, in a, in a way like, okay, let's finish this thing out. Go take care. I mean, you're going to have Seattle. That might be a team you have to battle for a spot. You just can't give away NFC games. Can't do it. That all being said, it does come down to executing. And if they don't have Tyron and they're not going to have Sean. They've got other X, playmakers on this team. I know, but X's and O's wise, can can't they, use can that they mask, excuse anymore. Not an excuse, but those are, I mean, when those two guys I, aren't in the game, it's those were issues last week. And can, how they can they need, mask them? They, as long as they protect the quarterback. Yes. They can score enough points to win this game, but they've got to protect them. Right. They can't do what they did last week. Right. That just can't happen. Yeah. Well, and, that's- and that's what's going to beat the Eagles if the Cowboys can throw the ball. I hear all this stuff about, oh, you got to run the ball. You got to, you got to, you too many passes, you know? And yeah, they had too many passes because they were behind 27 7. Sure. That's why they threw the ball. Right. They were trying to run it. You know, couldn't do it really well, though. and they couldn't do it very well. Right, and and now, 
Oh, by the way, I went and looked. So my theory yesterday about their number hey. one rushing defense. Yeah. They have faced by far the fewest runs of anybody in the league. The opponents have only the ball run the ball 166 yeah. times. Yeah. The next fewest runs against the defense, Carolina at 209. They play with so the lead. So think about that. They play with the so lead. So they play with the lead. Right. And, and no one, you're, you're, catch, you're playing catch up. I got, I got, I got a score. Right. Buster and catch up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's true, though. Good one. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, and it's, it, it wasn't even close uh, on. On, on the runs. I mean, look at how many runs the Cowboys have had. They, they're, they're getting close to 300. 113 first downs thrown against these guys. Mm. And check this out. So I went back and looked. That's because his team's playing from behind? Probably so. A lot of it. Yeah. Second half. Yeah. yeah. Denver game. We'll go backwards. Denver game. They're up 31 to 9 at halftime. That was a ball, yeah. Okay. So what's the Broncos doing the second half, Throw right? The ball. San Francisco, it's 27 7 at the end of the third quarter. They're passing the whole fourth quarter. Right. Uh, Washington, it's 31 17 in the fourth quarter. And Arizona, it's 31 7 in the fourth quarter. Whew. So no one's trying to run the ball at that point. Right. Now, they are holding them to 3.6 a carry, right. which is really good. That is good. And they've only had four rushing touchdowns. But generally, when you punt, I mean, not try to run the ball the second half, you're probably going to have better stats. Have they had a 100-yard rusher? I, I doubt it. I, would those, doubt, I it. doubt it. But, but you know, you're looking at Melvin Gordon for the Chargers. Did he have a good game? And I don't believe that Adrian Peterson was with the Cardinals. Well, they had a 100. But how about what, what the, the, the the guy in week two at Kansas City? Yeah, Kareem oh, Hunt. Oh, he did. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. He was running for 90-yard touchdowns back then. Yeah. yeah. Hunt had a 13 for 81. Oh. oh. That's it. Okay. So who else you think might have run a wall uh, Melvin on Gordon. Melvin Gordon. With the Chargers. Chargers. The Chargers. Melvin Gordon. Ten for twenty-two. Uh. Oh, jeez! They didn't even try to run the ball. Yeah, they 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 only they only ran the ball thirteen times. Yeah, the whole game for a whole fifty-eight yards. No, they, that's another. That's that Denver game. That was oh, so. It, Mick, you're saying you can run on them, maybe, but you need to throw on them. But don't instead. get behind. Yeah. Well, I think that was a Cam big- ran for seventy-one yards on him. He was the leading rusher for there might be This might be one of those dirty yard games. Seriously. You're missing your dirty yard runner. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> you are. I mean, You are, absolutely. You no, know, he was the guy in these games where he could just chip it away. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, now you're looking at, like, can you do that, Alfred? Yeah. Rod Smith. Yeah. yeah. Bet you Alfred's had some good games against the Eagles in the past. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you forget that this is a familiar, familiar opponent for him. Yeah, but just got to. That th- that first drive of the third quarter gave me optimism, again, that this running game can function without Zeke. It's not Zeke, but the pass protection threw everything out of whack. I still want to see what these runners can do with Dak being protected and they're somewhat balanced. Yeah. I'm with you on that. So we'll see. I'm yeah. with you on that. Well, I think Dak's best pass protection game was probably against the Chiefs. She felt like he just had such a clean pocket. Clean yeah. yeah. And they got good rushers. They do. Oh, yeah. I'm not – Discounting Houston or no, them. yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just saying. I felt like that was when the O line was like. We're, I don't think yeah. we're trying to talk ourselves into this. I think you're actually talking about fact. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, again, if this was Dallas team was four and whatever, like it was a couple years ago, 
I get it. And I'm sitting here trying to talk about them beating the, you know, not eight and one Eagles or whatever they are. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, legitimately, I think that they've, you know, the Cowboys, I, I always subscribe, like I say, to the desperate team. Yeah. So to answer your question, no. The, the most anybody's run for against them is Kareem Hunt, 81 yards. Cam Newton was second with 71. And then we dropped down to C.J. Beathard with 40. So two quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Scrambling. So it's impressive. It is. Well, let's take our final break here. And when we come back, we will get to the inactives and Rob's Twitter poll. So stay with us for our final segment. I voted too. And he voted. So that's very important. So final segment on Talking Cowboys up next. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it. And your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com slash Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black. Look good. Smell good. Feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is talking cowboys oh we talk better cowboys when we have better pizza and we know who makes the better pizza it's papa john's deep dish pan whatever they called it it was wonderful thanks to brian thank you brian get ready this week we get a victory we're gonna have another one thanks to chitabaya wuzie for not being active (laughs) and i'll tell you what though on that pizza the pepperoni and the veggies, they are active. Yeah. Mm. And if you have ingredients like that, you have better pizza, and it's Papa John's. Italian sausage, spicy Italian sausage. I, I just kind of threw it on there as a to see what it tastes. Boy, that was – I like that's it. That's key. It's Great. a staple it's of better pizza. Than, it's better than pepperoni. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love Majorly. It. Especially when I make it. So, Rob, before we get to the Twitter poll that Mickey actually <laughs> voted in. Wow, yeah. When we all get fired, Mickey. We're going to open a restaurant together. I'll go. I'll visit. Yeah. Have a good happy hour. <laughs> That's all I care about. We'll serve, yeah, we'll serve pizza in the bar. Let's go through some of the inactives or the guys that we can assume right now. So, obviously, the ones I'm going to go with, and then this is where I need your help at the end. Seven, Cooper Rush. 
No, 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 no. be your backup quarterback? Oh, I'm sorry. Bailey, you were thinking. Bailey, Bailey yeah. Bailey. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was you're thinking right. of the low-digit number. Right. Bailey. Right. 50. Okay. 38. Okay. And then it's it's 89, right, Blake Jarwin? That's right. Okay, so then. I think of three more. <laughs> I know, because that's Ross. Where... Ross is 68. 68. Oh, I forgot his number. He's the new defensive tackle. Right. Da- Daniel Ross? Daniel Ross. Daniel Very good. Daniel Ross. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, so then... It's Betsy's son. <laughs> very young for his age. Yeah. Uh, Noah Brown? Probably. What's what's 77 doing? That's that's where I'm... Well, you, we get, that's got to be the question mark. Yeah, if 70, yeah, 77 would be the last guy. It's 77 or 79? You still saying maybe Chaz? Yeah. If, if Tyron's a go? Yeah. If Tyron's a go, 79, I think they would probably make an active. That would be my guess. Okay, so so far, let's just review for everyone listening. Dan Bailey. Yeah. Sean Lee. Right. Jeff Heath, that's right. three. Right. 89, Blake Jarwin, right. that's four. 68, Daniel Ross, that's five. So now you need two more. And we're looking at Noah Brown, 85, the wide receiver. Or And, you know, you're going to have Durant up and March Lillard up. Let me ask you this. Do you keep Noah Brown active in case Dez is still a little banged up? What has he been able to do? I think Noah Brown's kind of a special teams guy. Special teams. I think he's a core guy, yeah. Yeah. Find me somebody else. Let me ask you this. Ben Rickery down if Ouzier's up? That's That's a possibility. another one, yeah. What what about – this is going to sound weird. What about McFadden? That's that's a weird one. Remember when I was kind of hinting at that and – I mean, you just, go, you just go with the two. You just go with the two backs. You got one carry for minus two yards last week. That wasn't his fault. I don't know why they don't use him more. I would. I would put him out there for a series. No, because if you get one guy hurt, then you're down to one running back. Yeah, but then you could probably use Keith Smith, right? Could you? Yeah, yeah. But are you going to flourish? Are you going to flourish with As whatever you got with McFadden? I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, the hard part with McFadden yeah. is he's not going to help you on special teams. That's how many guys you got playing in this game that aren't going to help you on special teams. 52, 54, and 20 all don't help you on special teams. Those are three spots. Um, it's Durant, Smith, and then and then McFadden. So we can cross off a tackle, right? Either Tyron yeah. or Chaz, and then maybe a Ben Wickery. And then that's your seven, right? Mm-hmm. And keep McFadden up because Mick's right. Let me ask you this. How about another one? Just off the, just off the cuff and tell me what you think. What about Switzer? You want Cole back there the whole time? Well, you're going to probably fair catch it or whatever anyway. Mm. So, I mean, does Switzer do enough for you to – I mean, you really primarily got him as your punt and kickoff return guy. You're at home. They're probably pumping the ball into the end zone on kickoff, so they get those opportunities. How many offensive snaps per game is he getting? I would rather okay. him, him up than Noah Brown. How about him up instead of McFadden? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's where I was kind of going there. I was, I'm struggling to find that 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 other guy. Well, I think McFadden still has to be a possibility to run the football. I mean, I agree. No with one, that. no one knocked your socks off last week, right? Yeah, if Alfred Morris had just gone for 150 yards, we might be like, yeah. I mean, McFadden, sit down. Rod Smith got the majority of the snaps. He got 38 snaps. Sure. The first most snaps he's had since his freshman year at Ohio State in a, a game. Lot. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for a name. 
Yeah. I'm looking for another name. I like what you guys are saying about Ben Wickery. I like what you're saying. I mean, 23. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Marsh Lillard, we're expecting him to be active along with Durant. Yeah. Because Awuzie, you may not want him to take defensive snaps, but if push comes to shove with an injury, he can play corner for you. Absolutely. He played two spots. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, that, that, that's where I, I think it's going to come down to 77 or 79. And then, and then you got one more spot, whether that's 20, 10, or 23. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be the least of their worries. You think? Yes. Okay. No, I, I'm serious. No, I, I know. I know. I, I know. know. We, we're, we, we spent 10 minutes on the inactive. Yeah, we always do this. I know we do. All right. But for this, it's the least of their worries. Rob's Twitter poll. Bring it. Bring it full circle. All right. Uh, yeah, last segment I think was a good segue for this. How are the Cowboys going to fare in this game? What, what are their chances? So I gave you four options. How do you phrase it? Very simple. Win big, lose big. Oh, Win a close one, lose, lose a close, close one. one. What you got? Win a close one. With or without. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was coming. Kay's got win a close one. Win a close one. All right. And I say that, you know what, Brian? I have bought into your win, but I don't think they're just going to go out there guns blazing because I feel like it's it's just such a hard matchup oh, still. It's, it's, but, but Philadelphia's going to have to weather Dallas's storm. You yeah. have to weather that quarterback throwing the football. You better be ready. Dak's going to play his. That's what David Hellman was saying. That's what I think. I got win a close one. Did da- I voted. Did Dak get you, you voted. up last week to do that? Ah, he's, no, he he's, didn't. Yeah, he's 24. Don't, He'll be I'm going to get tweets that are like, no, he didn't. <laughs> he's fine. You're kidding. I'm using yeah, the most kidding. negative one when it comes to win who, or lose. Who won? I said, I said, I said, win close. Well, Tay said it's going to go one of two ways: either it's a close win, or it gets out of hand and they lose big. But you only get to vote at one. Well, those were the two biggest answers. Number one, forty-one percent win a close one. Cowboys still have faith, despite my Twitter mentions. Second was lose big, thirty percent. Really? Seventeen mm. percent lose a close one. Twelve percent win big. What because you if you look at this year, that's what they've done. What have you done for me lately? They've either sure. won big. Or they've lost a close one. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Denver. Let me ask you this. Would, yeah. you, feel different about, would <sighs> you feel different about this team if they'd have beaten Atlanta? Would you feel different about them yes. coming in this game if they'd yes, beaten yes. Atlanta? Yes, Adrian Claiborne wouldn't be so NFC, we're all, we're all defensive player of the we're, year. We're all scarred with seeing Just Chaz like we Green. were after Denver. Yeah, we're all, we're all scarred with Chaz Green like he had a welcome mat on his chest. Yeah. Yep. You know? If and they had beat the Rams, I would have thought they would have beat the Packers. See, I, that's what I'm saying. I picked them against the Rams and the Packers. Both those games. You know, Jason Garrett and the coaching staff, they got a lot of criticism this week. But one thing you can go back to since Garrett's been the head coach, blowout losses are very rare. This team is always hanging in. And I, I think win or lose, it's going to be fairly close in this matchup. I really do. Yeah, those don't make Marinelli too happy. Yeah, not not so much. He's like, do not give up any points <laughs> and then don't give up big points. Yep, yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Didn't happen last week. What was your point? More consistent. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Sorry. Thanks, I'm sorry. What was your vote again? Uh, close win. Close win. Close win, close win, close so we, win. So do we all do that? Yeah. We homer it up this week? Uh, I've seen two overtime touchdowns in AT&T Stadium since I've been here, and one year it was Sam Bradford, and the next year it was Jason Witten. Yeah. Yeah. I picked again, I picked Atlanta last week. I did too. But I, feel like, I felt like Atlanta was due, and I feel like the Cowboys are due this week, and the Eagles are due for somebody to take it to them. When are the we'll Browns going to be due? 20... 19. <laughs> They're overdue. Mm. 
Well, this team, I liked, I think you brought this up yesterday, Mick. Are you ready to see more pass rush from this team? They've only gotten one sack last week, two the week before. Yeah, they better. How can they against this Eagles offense? Get to them. I tell you what, though, they, they, there's some good matchups, though. I, I'll tell you what, I'll take, I'll take my chances with, with uh, Lawrence against Lane Johnson. I will absolutely take. I mean, Lane Johnson does not play with a lot of power. He's a, Mickey was talking about he was a quarterback, tight end, converted tackle. He was a great was, senior bowl story. Yeah, yeah, he had a great – absolutely. <laughs> he was playing tackle, and, you know, you're like going, holy smokes, look at that. He, you know, he's a guy that was gone for, what, 10 weeks, 10 games for PEDs. You know, that just tells you right there. He's not too confident in his ability to naturally gain weight and lift weights and do all those things. So – I'll take my chances with that number 90 rushing against him. Okay. Somebody else better come with him, though. And you know what? 96, I need you go, to come with him, too. Go on the other side. Yeah. Who's, who's their other tackle? Oh, the, the, the Biotai. You want to say his first name? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking for. You didn't want me to He's say his first name? He's the one filling in. Yeah, I need Dane Burglar here to just pop him. Yeah. Paltum, Texas. Yeah, he went to school TCU, TCU. right? TCU. Yeah. By tie, I think. Oh, get oh, ready. God. That's going to be, oh, my God. Mickey's going to roll his eyes Lord. every five minutes. Thank God. that. Hopefully he doesn't get called for holding. holding. He'll yeah. get called for Well, let's just say number whatever. Yeah. But you say, I think you say Vitae. But I is his last name. Right. right. Actually, I was pronoun- I was practicing it last night, and I forgot. Do you have the phonetics the on mirror. it? Yeah, I did. I had the In the mirror, Mickey's just practicing it. it. You guys got like Hellman and Dane Berger and stuff on the draft show. They could just skip okay, those Okay, I got up. it. Here we go. Uh, it is Halapulivitivitai. Yeah. Vitai. Simple enough. So Vitai is his last name. Yeah. How many how many letters can you have in a first name? I don't know, Mickey. You just kind of went through it phonetically there. That yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> this isn't this? You know what? Yeah. This is uh, Wheel of Fortune. I think I think I saw on the um, where did I see it? They they shortened it in something. And it just says Big V. Big V. Big V. That's what no. he was known as. That's what right? he was known as. Yeah. 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 Big exactly. V. Big V. Exactly. Are we going to play some Rankum? Let's play some Rankum. I'm taking Big V. You got Big V. You can pick <laughs> somebody from the other team. No. I know I can. Okay. Who you guys got? Who wants Al, Malcolm Jenkins leads them in tackles. Yeah. 78. Really good player. He's got Malcolm Jenkins. Well, they kind of. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But they play him take? close to the line of scrimmage, though. Don't they, they do. They do. Uh, I don't know. I you picking know. an Eagles guy? No. You can't do that. No. Then you picked a W. I'm not picking the Eagles guys. Yeah, we're letting you go first. Yeah, go for it. I'm just thinking, I think it, you're right. I think Dak will have a huge game, but that feels obvious. Put me down for Byron Jones has a big play. Mm. Like it. Byron Jones. Brian? I think that you need I, – I, I bragged on this guy, and I think he needs to take advantage of that, that right tackle. Give me – I'll take Lawrence this week. I think, I think we need sack, fumble, anything you can get, anything that you can get on Carson Wentz, and make sure you wrap him up in the pocket. Don't let him escape, but give me him. I, I should take the whole defensive line, but I'll take – I'll take Lawrence. Nate Newton over there. Yeah. Just give me the line. Everybody. Did I lose my rights to D-Law? Yeah, you did. You did. Since you let me go first. I'm taking the obvious. Dak Prescott. She just just did, didn't she? No, no, no. I said. She she went Byron Jones. Oh, Byron Jones. My bad. Maybe I need to listen better. I was between Byron Jones and Alfred Morris. This game's on his shoulders. And because of that. If they protect him. Yeah. With the passing game, I'm going to say Dez. I'm going to say Dez breaks loose in this game. 
So we got to hope so. We got two offense, two defense. Jason Witten traditionally plays very well against these guys too, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Yes. You need to go, if you want that to work, go get pregame, get down there early and get to Malcolm Jenkins and let him start poking Dez in the ribs. Yeah. Malcolm, you hear what Dez said, buddy? <laughs> He's like, excuse me, tall white man. Please get away from me. <laughs> be sh- I think, it'll be a sure win. I think that, I think that Dez knows. I mean, I kind of last week I kind of was saying I thought you know with with no Zeke that he was going to get into that you know get into the game and oh, have a big game. Dak was trying to pass it to him; it was just going into the ground. I mean, yeah. think about he was it. on the ground. They, yeah. they they threw the ball thirty times. Twelve of those were in the last two possessions. Right. He got sacked eight times. Right. And he got hit ten others. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, he could have been sacked a dozen times. That last drive before the half, yeah, he was running for his life. He, he was exhausted. Yeah, he couldn't even hardly get to try to get to out of bounds. I, I hate thought to, he was I hate to break this, everybody. We all want to change your bets, but uh, this line you're about to play, yes, is very is better than the line you just played. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Absolutely. But I need hey. <laughs> no. But because let's remember, they had eight sacks. Yeah, and and Chaz Green gave up four of them. But somebody I, else gave up the other four. I'm calling I, again. I'm calling for pride here. I'm calling for offensive line pride. And I'm counting on the friendly confines of AT&T Stadium, where I where know, they will boo you unmercifully if they don't protect the quarterback well. Well, that too. But I just, I mean, I'm not saying it's a Superdome last week, but yeah, you know, less what crowd about, noise pre-snap. What about a little bit of pressure on these guys because they have some pretty pretty good players kind of looking over their shoulder. Pre-game, halftime. We're talking about the '92 team yeah. who won a Super Bowl. Well, yeah. I, thought you, I thought you found a better bench. Like, if you don't play well, we're benching you because this guy's coming in later. Some of those '92 guys would be good. Bring in Rayfield. <laughs> Charles Haley just runs onto the field. Could use a little Haley. Yeah. Could well, use a little. Who else could they use? Rayfield, right? Michael Irvin. Well, he wasn't '92. Well, I'm just saying. How about Emmett Smith? He's, he's a great player. Yeah. Emmett Smith. Smith. Limit Smith in this oh, one? Oh, yeah. I'll take Emmett over Alfred. Sorry, I like Alfred a ton. He's a great guy. The 50-year-old Emmett Smith. Probably still get you, you a couple he's carries. 50, he's probably getting close to 50, isn't he? Came out in 90, right? At, Drafted at in 90? 20 years old. They're all yeah. closing in on That's what I'm saying. I think now do the math. That's 27 years ago. There you go. He's close to, yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Did quick math there, Mickey. Nice job. <laughs> and then the old Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah. Hall of Fame ring. Hall of yeah. Fame ring for Jerry at halftime, the ring of excellence. What, you know, he wears his Super Bowl ring. I wonder if he'll wear his uh, Hall of Fame ring more than his Super Bowl ring. In his meetings with Roger, I bet you. He's going to wear his gold jacket next meeting. <laughs> December 13th, is that when it is? Yeah, how many other owners have gold jackets in that room? Uh, is he the only one living? Uh, uh, I think he might be the only one. I think one. so. Yeah, he would be the only one. He claimed himself the senior owner. Hold on. Is there no. an owner that's? Been I don't think there's another owner. That I don't. Think I, I was getting confused with Elway and Bolin. I I know. Yeah, I, I don't think there's another owner. If I might be wrong about this, that has a Hall of Fame jacket. Mm-hmm. It's in that room now. Some of the fathers have passed away. Right. You know the Maras, the Rooneys. Yeah, I mean that group. Brown, Bolin and Browns. Bob Kraft will one day, I think. Brown. I don't. The Cincinnati, well, oh, the, I meant the Bengals, Cincinnati. Yeah. Neither Pete nor Mike are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Their father is, I yes. believe. There, you know. No, there's. I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, Ralph Wilson passed away. Buffalo. Ralph Wilson yeah. passed away. Yes. It's a different owner, by the way, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining How about us that all week. Talk that's, a, that's pretty good to, to <laughs> end it on a here. happy yeah. note here. So what a jump off. End Go it. Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Brian's calling it. If not, tweet at him all day long. We're Mercy. back on Monday, right? We're back on Monday. Same time. Same Short time. week, so you better not miss the show. Same people. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?